earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Welcome to the Uncommon Communicator Podcast. Your hosts, James Gable and Brandon Thompson, are here to bring you enlightenment to the topic of communication. Good morning again, James. Hey, good morning, Brandon. It's not like we did this last week or anything like that. Not one bit. Yeah. Um, Well, so once again, we do have the utmost pleasure of being joined by our good friend and Toastmaster extraordinaire, Greg Gazin. So happy to have Greg Gazin here. He's a syndicated tech columnist, podcaster. Uh, communication, leadership, technology, these are all things that Greg talks about. He's the host of host and co-host of two podcasts and also an author of a book. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Greg, tell us how podcasting is a form of communication. And, and you gave a speech on this that I, that I saw on YouTube, uh, which was great in tying in the ideas of podcasting uh, as, a, as a way to communicate. What got you interested in? And tying those two together. Well, it was really interesting. I mean, if you think about podcasting, it's really like an internet radio show. And at any time there is voice or text going back and forth, that is a form of that is a form of communication. How I came up with podcasting, communicating from three sides of the mic, I think that's the title that you're alluding to, is I was asked to present at a conference. A few years back, I think it was back in 2017 or 2018, and they said, Greg, we'd like you to do something on podcasting, but you need to make sure that Toastmasters are involved. And I guess part of the reason for that, of course, is number A, it's a Toastmasters event, and B, they want to try to attract people who are not necessarily interested in podcasting. So when I started thinking about podcasting, I'm going, okay, it's communication, and there's really three sides to the mic. And the reason I say that is because there are podcasts out there that if you listen to them, you're gaining knowledge, you're gaining experience, you're learning about some styles and techniques. So you're learning actually as a, as a listener, but you can also learn as a guest. If you're a guest, you have an opportunity to show off some of those impromptu skills that you have. You get an opportunity to showcase your products or services or promote your Toastmasters club. And then, of course, the ultimate, and we can go into more details if you want a little later. The ultimate, of course, is having your own podcast where it's yours. You're the host. You get to control the podcast, whether you want to have interviews, you have an opportunity to have whatever format you want. And the beauty of all that is that it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. So that's in a nutshell how that sort of concept came across. And then as I've been giving this more on a regular basis, I just recently did it for District 99, which is my home district. I actually did it live and in person. And for another district in Louisiana, which the number eludes me, and that was actually a lot of fun as well. So I open up the session by telling people that this this educational is for you, whether or not you're interested in podcasting or not. One of the things that I got from that too is is really that component of being those three sides of it all kind of tied to forms of communication. But when you talk about being a listener, what are some things that you learn as like being a podcast listener? Well, first of all, as a podcast listener, the beauty and when we're talking about podcast, I'd like to refer to as just the audio podcast, not the not the video podcast. I think that's a sort of totally different animal. But the beauty of an audio podcast and being a listener is that you have an opportunity to create that imagery in your own mind. 
So you can create that imagery. You can listen to what you want to, you want to hear what you want to hear. I find that with podcasts, I find you can listen to gain more knowledge. You can listen to gain more speaking skills. You can also listen to gain more technique. Because one of the things I share with people in my session is that after you take this session, and this actually came, this was feedback from a few of the guests. Once you listen to this session, you're never going to listen to a podcast in the same way. The same as you're watching maybe a TEDx talk. What's going to happen is when you're listening to that speaker, you're going to listen for the content. You're also going to be evaluating in your own mind because in some respects, you're going to put yourself in the pod, the, the podcaster's shoes or the guest's shoes. And you're going to say, okay, if I was a guest or if I was a podcast host, this is what I would say. This is what I wouldn't say. This is what I thought they did really well, or this is where I thought that they could improve. So as a listener, there's lots of opportunities more than just being the person who's physically speaking into the mic. Has being a podcaster yourself ruined listening to podcasts for you, or do you still enjoy them? Or are you, are you just are you just in a constant like critique mindset? <laughs> well, the funny thing is it's the curse of the podcaster and the curse of being a Toastmaster, because whenever I'm listening to any presentation, I immediately go into evaluation mode. Okay. As a pot, <laughs> as a podcaster, I go and I go, wow, okay, this opens up some ideas. I could do an episode on this. I can do an episode on that, right? Or maybe I wonder if that guest would be interested on being on on my show or you know i think this this topic is really interesting i think we could take it into a different direction and speak about this and that you're right that's what happens i find that my mind actually wanders when i'm listening to podcasts now here's funny here's something that i discovered totally by accident you know how sometimes when you when you have sort of a mental block you have a block writer's block or you you're you're thinking of a speech or a presentation you're not sure what to do and you think, okay, I need to go and sit and have a coffee at Starbucks and just sit there and think pen and paper. Well, you could do that. Or what you could do is listen to a podcast that's on that topic. Mm -hmm. And while you're listening, let your mind wander. And it is amazing how many times I was able to solve issues, solve problems, and come up with ideas by doing that. So purposefully getting distracted actually works. That's that Men in Black you need tie line. That's exactly yeah. it. If you haven't seen Men in Black 3, they go back in time. Anyway, uh, Agent K is talking to Agent J, and they're like, we've been following clues. We've been doing all good stuff, right? Like, we're trying to track down and, and investigate people, blah, blah, blah. He's like, now you want me to go eat pie? And he's like, yeah, you need pie. And it, it's true, <laughs> right? Just getting out of your little bubble sometimes gives you the, the epiphany that you need. And obviously, because it's a movie, they go get pie. And then they solve the case after they get by. So yeah, I wholeheartedly agree that sometimes listening to a podcast will get you out of the rut of your own podcast or of your own, whatever you need, your writer's block, whatever it is, listening to other people can bust you out of that. And pie is good with that dark roast. Yeah. A little bit of oh, dark roast oh. and pie. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. A little, little bit of sweet, a little bit of, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's the listener side, which that's, that's great advice. I mean, if you are a good listener, you're going to get more from it. And I love the idea of letting your mind kind of wander with that. I guess thank you for validating my mind wandering because <laughs> I do get some great ideas from people that weren't theirs that they all kind of melded together. So that's a great way to uh, incorporate listening uh, and also creativity in there. But stepping into that next step of guest, I've, I've heard a couple of people on different podcasts that don't have their own podcasts, they're only professional guests. Like they just love calling, being on other people's podcasts. They're not going to have their own 
but there's a whole skill that kind of goes along with it and purpose. But what's your take on the guest uh, side of communication? Being a guest is one thing or having somebody there at the other end is great, but if they're not going to provide valuable content or valuable information for your listener, then it's not going to work. I mean, I, whenever I do a podcast, there needs to be a win, win, win. It's got a win for the audience. It's got to be a win for the person who's there. And then of course, yourself as a podcaster, you need a little bit of that juice and energy to make sure that you keep going. With respect to being a guest, what I find is that first of all, it gives you an opportunity to practice those impromptu skills, as I mentioned to you earlier, right? Because sometimes you get the questions in advance, sometimes you don't. So it gives you an opportunity to really hone those skills because again, impromptu speaking is not just for podcasts. You could be in an interview situation or you could be with a, a client situation. You could be just in a family situation where you need to be able to respond. And the beauty of the podcast is then you now have it recorded and then you can go back and and listen to it again. Also, as being a guest, again, you have an opportunity to share with people some of the products and services that you offer. Quite often, and it's very, very common, I'll interview people who are promoting a new book. So there's a couple of good opportunities there is letting people, having people become aware that, yes, this individual does have a book, get them to share some of the expertise. As a guest, you can share some of that expertise so it can help you with sales. The other thing, of course, is being a guest on a podcast is just demonstrating your communication skills, right? So if you are applying for a job, so you can make a reference. I mean, it's maybe uncommon that people will listen to your podcast, but they can get to see how you communicate. I still remember one individual, this is long before podcasting, one individual was once asked, he was sharing a story about how he got a job. And it was during a lot of downsizing. And here's the funny thing is he was up against his boss for a job in another, another company. And the reason he was able to get the job, he got the job and he asked them, he said, why did you pick me? And he said, it was because the way you answered the questions and the way you asked questions, follow-up questions, he said, that's what we need for you to be able to speak to our clients. And that's why he, that's why he got the job. And of course, being a guest, just it puts you out there. And especially if you're on different shows, depending on the reach of the show, then your the information or things about you will be put out there in many, many different places rather than just having your own where you're limited to your own, your own audience and then you're limited to where people share it. But if you're on multiple different podcasts all over the place, the information that you're sharing could go could go anywhere. So, Greg, what do you think makes a good guest on a podcast? What do you think you need to do as a guest to be a good guest on a podcast? I think to be a good guest, there are a number of things. And in fact, there is an article I'd written for the Toastmaster magazine. It was the cover story in the January 2020, sorry, January 2021 issue of the Toastmaster magazine. The main article was called, Is There a Podcast in Your Future? And I talked there a little bit about the the skills and some of the benefits and some of the thoughts to try to encourage people to create their own podcast, but there's also a sidebar and the sidebar talks about learning to be a great podcast guest. I know for me, I think a great guest is somebody that can come in, share some of their experiences and have the audience walking away, learning something or encouraging them to do something or maybe entertaining them. Just making sure that the, the message is, is getting across and that they don't necessarily come across as being too salesy. If someone's promoting a book, for example, I'm certainly happy to give them an opportunity to share where people can buy the book. They can do a pitch for the book. That's fine. But I don't want every 30 seconds, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. 
So to begin with, for someone to be a really good guest is they need to take some ownership, right? They need to take the opportunity of planning a little bit in advance instead of just saying, well, you know, I've been on every, I've been on 20 podcasts in the last couple of weeks promoting my book. I can just get on and I can just wing it. But some of the things, something as simple as confirming the details, because I've had people not show up because they didn't get the time right. Or when they get online, their mic isn't set up properly or their screen isn't set up properly. So you end up, you have a very short period of time and then you're spending 20 minutes just, just actually getting started. And the other thing, there's a number of things actually, just a couple more, is making sure that you have information that's necessary. One of the examples I love to share, and it's kind of sad in some respects, is we had an individual that was coming on and promoting a new book and it was an event that he was doing. And when I had asked him for the details, I asked actually ahead of time, didn't get them. And then when I asked him on the episode, he said, oh, my my assistant takes care of all that stuff. We'll get that to you. Now, we did add it into the show notes, but it was a missed opportunity to put the the details of the event that were coming up right, right in the episode itself. Mm-hmm. I also recommend for people is do a little homework on the show ahead of time. Like I went and checked out your show. I listened to a couple of episodes to sort of get to sort of get the feel of it. And the nice thing about it is that, you know, James, you and I spoke. I'd spoken before, but Brandon, I'd never met you, but hearing you on the podcast before already already created a little bit more familiarity for me. So I thought that was good. Again, making sure the technology is working. And the other thing as a guest, if you're a first time guest and you're nervous, let, let the moderator know or let the interviewer know. Because I sometimes will interview people and the best example are book authors. Some of them are great with the written word, but they don't, they're not comfortable speaking in front of audiences. And so (laughs) what I do is not only do I reassure them, but what I'll do when we first get started, I'll just start talking about something that I know they can already speak about. So I'll talk about, you know, how's the family doing? Or, you know, if they're in town for an event, I'll just say, you know, how was your flight? Things like that. And you get them really comfortable without actually telling them that you're they're already being interviewed. Now, that portion quite often will probably get cut out, but sometimes someone will say, okay, so when are we going to start recording? When are you going to get, st- when are you going to start, when are you going to hit the record button? You say, well, I did that about, you know, five or 10 minutes ago or five minutes ago or two minutes ago, whatever it happens to be. And they're, they're afraid that had that microphone in front of them. I know for me, I'm not a very good golfer at all. And I used to play with my accountant who has a titanium hip. And it's kind of funny because he says, Greg, he said, I observed something. He says, your practice swing is really good. He said, I want you to do something. So he sets up, I line up a ball. He said, I want you to do something for me. He says, close your eyes. He says, he says, now swing. (laughs) I hit the ball 250 yards and he had some expletives coming out of his mouth because I outdrove him. It was the fact that the ball was there in front of me that was it was, it was psyching me out. And that's what happens sometimes when people are in front of, in front of the microphone. And the other thing too, of course, is again, I could go on forever with this, but maybe just one more thing is finding out if in fact, if this is a live, it's a different story, but if it's going to be recorded, if the question isn't clear or they need some clarification, it's okay to stop and do that again. And don't be afraid to let the other individual know and said, okay, I didn't quite understand the question. I wasn't comfortable with it, or maybe I shouldn't have said it. Some of them are afraid to to look foolish. So sometimes they just won't, they just won't say anything. So those are just, those are just some of the things that can make a difference in being a really good guest. And I find that it's, it's helped me over the years. And I'm always trying to find ways of being a good guest because again, I want, I'm for me, 
Like, for example, we're talking today, I want to make sure that what I'm saying is not going to make me look good, but really what I'm saying is going to be some value that the, your guests can take that information and do something with it. In this particular case, I'm hoping that they're going to be better at being a guest, or maybe they're going to start their own podcast, because I'm always love to hear when there's new podcasters out there. That's a great segue, because the third side of the mic, which I think we call the pentultimate, right? What's the pinnacle? The top? Penultimate. <laughs> the, the penultimate would have been the second to last. The penultimate would have been the guest, and then oh, the, you're right. The, the the pinnacle would be the the host. You, so we're going to go to the top. We're yeah, the host. The, the tippy top. <laughs> tippy top. There, I like that. It's a better terminology. So hitting the tippy top, you want to host a podcast, I which do. well, maybe, maybe you wanted to <laughs> co-host. I don't know, but we wanted in the idea of hosting, though. That's that other side of the mic, but it's not. It's also a different way of communicating as well. What are some things that really uh, capture your mind in regards to being the host, which you are a host of a couple of podcasts? First of all, I'm going to mention, that's why I'm so glad on the Toastmasters podcast, I have Ryan Levesque, because he is an absolute wordsmith. He's got a degree in English, so he's correcting me all the time on my grammar. So there you go. <laughs> so that's a benefit of, of, of being a co-host. I think one of the biggest things about being a really good host is to remember the fact that you're a host. You might have a solo show, in which case you're the host and the guest and you do everything, even washing the dishes. But if you're a host and you're interviewing an individual, your goal there is to make him or her look or sound really good, right? If they're promoting an event or if they have a book that they're promoting, you want to make sure that you, you're able to help them, help them shine. Because as I mentioned earlier, sometimes you're going to have people that are going to be on your show that are not going to be public speakers. They're going to be difficult. So what, as a good host, you want to be able to bring out the essence as to, you want to bring out the essence as to what the message is going to be. And that's what I find is really, really a good host. Now, for example, if you tell someone, and that's also comes to having really, really good questions, instead of saying, well, you know, tell me about yourself or tell me about your job. And they start off when they were a child, when they were seven and they were working at McDonald's. If it's relevant to the conversation, it's great. But if it's not, then you need to find a way of, of leading the conversation or directing the conversation. So for example, instead of asking a CEO, well, what's your job description? What's your job, job title? You might want to say to them, okay, what does a typical day look like for you? So a really good host will help guide the individual. As I mentioned earlier, a good host will help them be be comfortable. And also, of course, keeping things on time. Those are just some of the few things. And, and one of the ways you do it again is by, you know, asking those really, really, really good questions. I remember one time interviewing a gentleman named Greg Van Borsum. He's a professional speaker. He's now an accredited speaker and he was featured in an episode of the Toastmaster magazine. And again, in addition to what he, he has done, he was also a bodybuilder. He was an expert marksman. He was also a the dancing coordinator for Happy Feet, the movie with the penguin, and also the fight scene coordinator for Mad Max Fury Road. And he was telling, talking to us a little bit about his his journey and, and the dark days where he was in so much despair that he had almost considered taking his own life. And now that information had already been published. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to ask him about that. So as a good host, you wouldn't want to just drop in and say, okay, well, tell me about the time you were thinking about taking your own life. That's not something that you necessarily want to drop on someone. So what I did is I politely asked him ahead of time, whether or not 
it would be okay to speak about that. And here's the irony. During his recollection or during his during the conversation when he was talking sort of chronologically about what things happened, he passed over that. And I actually said to him, I said, I said, I just didn't need to interrupt Greg. I said, are you still okay talking about this? And he said, oh, I had so much to, to talk about. I actually forgot about that, that particular point. So he did discuss about what had happened. And I said to him, because as an accredited speaker, that's what he speaks on. He speaks on suicide prevention. That's his raison d'etre. That's what he does. That's what he does now for, for a living. That's so important to him. So I said to him, I said, Greg, I know I asked you whether it would be okay because it was in print ahead of time. But how about if I wanted to ask someone about sharing that information or that type of information, but I don't want them going through agony. I don't want them reliving that particular episode, right? You know, how someone comes and talks to you about maybe someone that's, that's passed away. So, and I still remember this like it was yesterday. And one of the things that Greg said to me, he said, he said, you want to suggest phrasing something like asking the person, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? And the reason being is that it may help me or may help my audience understand. And one of the things that he said was that he felt that if it came from a place of learning or a place of sharing knowledge, that more likely you're going to get a positive response. And I tried that a few times and it worked, especially when you're talking to someone who has gone through a difficult situation. For example, we interviewed a gentleman whose his wife had been killed by a drunk driver. And that was, of course, part of the story we were going to tell. So if you word things in such a way, so as you can see there, being a host in that particular case and asking the right type of question could really make or break the interview. And of course, when you hear what people have to say and they share their experience, OMG, it is just, it's eye-opening for the audience. So those are just some of the things that, that being a good host can really make a difference. Greg, thanks so much for coming on the Uncommon Communicator podcast. You sharing three sides of the mic really brought to light a couple of things, which in being on a podcast or in life, right? If you're a listener of a podcast, you're also evaluating and learning. If you're a guest, uh, be prepared. So if you're on the show or you're communicating with somebody, have your preparations ready. And then when we hit the ultimate, maybe? The ultimate, the, the, the tippy top. Nicole, as the host, you really are there to make your listeners look good. And if you do that in every conversation, you're going to build friends, influence people when you're doing that. And then asking the right kind of questions makes you a good communicator, a good partner, a good friend. So those are all great advice in how podcasting helps in communication. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, Brandon, what do you have as the UC moment for today? You know, uh, just listening to how we talked about being a host, right? I would it never equated to me before, but like hosting a party or like hosting like a get together kind of a situation. I don't know why I never equated. It. It's like hosting a podcast where I was just like, like you were kind of the center of attention when you're the host, right? Yeah. But you show up to a party or like you're hosting a party and the people around you are the center of attention. And it's like your house, your place. And you're just trying to make sure that everybody has a good time. And I, th I think that's what we can focus on is when you're trying to communicate with other people and you're trying to like host other things, you're trying to get messages across. They people will listen to you if they're having a good time or if they like what's going on as well. So like just be a good host, just in general. That's a great analogy. I'll have to use that one. <laughs> Don't mind if I steal that one from you. That was great. No, there's nothing that is not given away on this show. Well, thanks so much, Greg, for coming on the show. This has been such a pleasure. That's all I've got. That's all I got. See, See you. Bye. bye.